Hi, this is Rabbi Ari Spiegler with the Beach Akila Sharim Bitfila podcast. We continue in our discussion of Sha'ava, the second form or expression or type of tefillah. Sha'ava, we said, is a tefillah be'itzara, it's a call out to Hashem in a time of distress, but much more intense than the first form, the first form which we called bitzur. Here, it's to the point of hysteria, uh, a call with much greater intensity. And we've been discussing Igmaro Masachat Sanhedrin Adaf Samechet, where Rabbi Akiva was flogging himself to the point where blood was falling down to the ground after the death of one of his rabbeim, Rabbi Eliezer. And we tried to understand why that was permissible. The Bali Tosvot asked why that should be permissible. After all, we have a pasuk that tells us explicitly that cutting oneself or, God forbid, harming oneself after uh, the death of a loved one is forbidden. So why was it okay for Rabbi Akiva? And the Bali Tosvot explained because of the loss of Torah. Was it the loss of Rabbi Eliezer's life? It was the loss of Torah that came along with that. And that it is permissible to mourn over to whatever extent, even to... Uh, God forbid, take such a response which is uh, physically harming oneself uh, because of that loss. And Rav Pinkus here continues, We have to think about what that means. That Rabbi uh, Akiva was crying so much and he had reached the point of Yeyush, of despair over uh, his life, uh, all because, you know, uh, of a lack of Torah the, or the loss of Torah which came along with the death of Rabbi Eliezer Hagadol. If you think about Rabbi Kiva himself, he was also one of the greats of the Tanaim. He was one of the greats of his generation, one of the greatest Torah scholars uh, of, of his time, and uh, obviously well beyond that as well, maybe Cain. And if so, if he was willing to you know, feel that loss to such a great extent, get to the point where he you know, sort of had to contemplate whether it was worth living uh, beyond that point. So he says, how much more so for us? We're not on the level, Rabbi Akiva. We're not Tanaim. We're not even Amoraim, right? Which uh, obviously there's a concept of Yuridat HaDerot, as we'll mention, right? That each generation, unfortunately, is not on the level of Torah study and comprehension as the previous. So we're, we're not on Rabbi Akiva's level, and we're not on a lower level than that. We're not like the medieval commentators. We're not even like the modern day commentators. So how much more so should we feel the great loss of of the destruction of the Bina Migdash, the loss of the Migdash. What does that have to do with anything? So he says, If the Bina Migdash was still around, so you know, Gam Anu So he says, if the Bina Migdash was still around, we would be on the level of the Tanaim. We would be on the level of Arabia Kiva. Wow. How can we say that? How could that be? Uh, he says that the reason for the concept of Yeridat Hadarot, the you know the degeneration, so to speak, or the the, the loss of high level for each uh, subsequent generation, the reason for that is because the Torah, to some extent, suffered a loss with the destruction of the Beit Hamikdash. That there no longer are uh, kings and princes, so to speak, because there is no Torah our level suffers. That's both true in our understanding and comprehension of the Torah, retention of Torah. And it's true also in our observance and our meticulousness in mitzvot, right? All of that was affected due to the loss of the mikdash. And if so, So aside from all the other things that we need to mourn with the loss of Beit HaMikdash, right? And there are many of them. And we have an entire day out of the year where we think about that loss on Tisha B'Av. And it's really, you know, it starts three weeks before and then nine days, it becomes much more intense than the week of, right? We really focus on the loss of Ben Dash and everything that that means. And really throughout the year, 
we're constantly thinking about the loss of the Benamikdash. So all the different things that we need to consider when we think about the loss of the Benamikdash, one of the things that we need to consider is also that there's Heder Madriga Toba Torah, that to some extent we are not on a high level in our Torah study, uh, both in terms of understanding, comprehension, retention, new and novel ideas, because of the loss of the Benamikdash that affected our Torah as well. And now we need to think about what kind of tefillah do we need to offer because of that? Is it just a simple, hey, Hashem would be great if there was a Beit HaMikdash? No, that would be inappropriate, even not considering this idea of the loss of Torah. But how much more so if Rabbi Akiva was willing to you know, contemplate taking his own life, God forbid, physically harming himself because of the loss of the Torah. So then we need to think about that as well. And that changes the way fundamentally we ask Hashem to help us with the Torah, to help us understand, to help us learn. And it also changes the way we daven about the Beit HaMikdash. Again, this is the type of Shava. It's requesting of Hashem with a great intensity to the form of hysteria, explaining to Hashem how much we have truly lost and how our lives are not lives. Without the things that we're asking for. It's true of our Torah, it's true of the Beit HaMikdash.